Welcome to Let's Talk Loyalty, an industry podcast for loyalty marketing professionals. I'm your host, Paula Thomas, and if you work in loyalty marketing, join me every week to learn the latest ideas from loyalty specialists around the world. Hello, and welcome to episode 207 of Let's Talk Loyalty, a long overdue catch-up with Sarah Richardson the founder and advisory board chair of the Australian Loyalty Association. Sarah first joined me on Let's Talk Loyalty in early 2020. And in that conversation, she explained some of the fascinating characteristics of our industry in Australia. So if that's a country you're interested in, you can listen back to that episode anytime. It's letstalkloyalty.com forward slash 21. Now, two years on, despite the huge challenges we've all experienced all over the world, the global pandemic actually also created new opportunities for the association. And Sarah explains those on today's show. Today, we're also super excited to be announcing a joint content partnership between Let's Talk Loyalty and the Australian Loyalty Association. Together, our plan is to create and share more content in audio format. Content that's exciting and relevant for loyalty industry professionals across both Australia and now even further afield across all of Asia Pacific. So, Sarah, joining me today from Melbourne, Australia. Welcome back to Let's Talk Loyalty. Thank you, Paula. It's great to have you back, Sarah. How are you doing? Doing really well, thank you. Great, great. Life is getting back to normal in thankfully two years after our last conversation on the show. So I will be dying to hear everything that's going on with the Australian Loyalty Association, particularly I know today, April 7th, uh, as this show is going out. I know you have a big event. But before we get into everything that you're doing, please tell me, first of all, what is your current favorite loyalty program, Sarah? No worries, Paula. There's so many brilliant loyalty programs in Australia. As I'm sure you know, you've had some of the leaders um, on your show. But at the moment, I'm really loving the Crown Rewards program. So I am holding all my events at Crown Melbourne um, mm-hmm. over the next 12 months. And so I instantly became a platinum member. <laughs> now, cool. Slowly working, working my way up to that. I probably would not have reached it otherwise. Yeah. And um, it's um, it's such a, a wonderful place in Melbourne for anybody who hasn't been to Crown. Um, there are hotels and um, restaurants, uh, some gambling floors, cinemas, a spa, etc. And so you can earn and redeem points um, across all of those businesses, which mm-hmm. anybody running a loyalty program knows how incredibly hard that is um, to, yeah. uh, to roll out. And especially if you if you um, include anything to do with gambling, it makes it um, it makes it even harder. I actually don't participate in that part of the program, but sure. I do love the, the hotels and the spas and um, all the rest of it. Yeah. So the things that, that I'm receiving are free valet parking, which um, is just um, wonderful. Oh, what I don't a joy! To, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I have to park and find my way around um, the enormous complex, and um, they give um, chocolates and sparkling wine on your birthday at um, some Aww. of the restaurants. 
and um, some really excellent discounts across some some of the things that I do and they've got some really great partnerships so all these things are just such a treat and make me feel so special so I'm loving that program at the moment. That's a really good example, Sarah. And what it sounds like actually is a program that's targeting both consumers and B2B. So I think that's quite a rare combination. Am I right? Yeah, it is. I was quite surprised when I started to hold the events that I was getting points um, mm. for doing that. So I think it's quite a niche part of the the program. Mm. It definitely is mainly a B2C Yeah. Um, loyalty program but uh yeah it just um goes to show i, I use it other reason i'm having the events there are because i i love the place of course anyway so yeah. i built myself up to um gold but now have uh gone up the trajectory very happily and i'm um, experiencing a different uh, level of uh, of rewards Brilliant, brilliant. So I'm thrilled that you're having your events in person again, Sarah. I I know you're also doing exceptional events um, virtually and they're set to continue. So we'll definitely be talking more about that. So, And you know, of course, obviously that uh, Australia's top of my travel wish list, please God in 2023 to come and join you for some of those events. So definitely um, excited about that. (laughs) <laughs> but I suppose just to go back to when you were on the show last time, Sarah, it was February 2020. I probably hadn't even heard the word pandemic or COVID or all of that stuff that's affected us in between. But you did um, tell us a lot about why you set up the Australian Loyalty Association. Um, so for people who didn't hear that show, Sarah, I'd love you just to talk a bit about why did you found that? Because um, it's incredibly successful. I know the work that you do there, but love to go back a bit in, in time just to uh, to get the origins of it. Well, interestingly, in February 2020, I had um, just returned back from Japan where I was uh, planning an international loyalty ski trip for 2021, which obviously didn't happen. Yeah. Uh, so we are now hoping maybe for 2024, depending on on, uh, on the pandemic. And um, so I can't even remember, Paula, what it was that we discussed um, about why I started mm. the ALA. Hopefully my answer is the same, but... Uh, <laughs> Well, things Sometimes. change in time as well, Sarah, you know, on reflection, but it is an extraordinary <laughs> organization. So tell us about it. Yeah, well, I had been in corporate roles for most of my career and had um, met some wonderful people in loyalty and marketing. And um, so I decided to have a dinner with all the people that I hadn't been able to see because um, obviously when you run a loyalty program, you spend most of your time working. Yeah. And um, over the the years, um, it just grew from there. So the dinners got bigger and bigger. Mm. And at some point, somebody mentioned, and maybe we should have a conference. So we tried that and that was highly successful. And it was really a side um, gig for me while I was consulting on loyalty strategy. Mm-hmm. And it just became um, very embryonically uh, a large organization. And we now have three and a half thousand members wow. and 12 um, sponsors and do um, events throughout the year mm. um, and all the other things that uh, if you go to our website, you'll be able to see. Of course, absolutely. Yes. And I love your website. I know you've upgraded it as well recently, Sarah. So we'll make sure everybody can find that in our show notes, but quite easily it's AustralianLoyaltyAssociation.com. So you're not hard to find. So, so that's pretty cool. 
And you mentioned to me as well last time we spoke, Sarah, that you're looking to move, I suppose, even beyond Australia, that there seems to be an appetite and an opportunity perhaps in Asia Pacific um, for the association to grow. So I'd love to hear a bit more about that side of things. Well, ironically, Paula, COVID, which kept us locked up in Melbourne for longer than any other city in the world, Ooh. meant that people, people situated <laughs> in other countries were actually as, access, uh, as accessible to us as those living next door. So yeah. our international loyalty events naturally developed a much wider audience across Asia and our database expanded accordingly. In addition, a lot of our sponsors have offices in um, Asia, Asian markets. And so um, once um, borders open up um, without restrictions, we'll take the model that we have created and expand into certain um, aspects of, of the Asian market. So we're in discussions at the moment with different organizations to mm. see what that could look like. And we don't want to lose our core. We mm. call it the Australian Loyalty Association, but it really is Australia and New Zealand. Mm. And um, we, yeah, we, we, we're not exactly sure where it's going to take us, but there are discussions um, happening at the moment. Yeah, yeah. And it's super exciting. And I suppose from my perspective, I think I said to you as well, already, you know, 10% of people listening to Let's Talk Loyalty are in Australia itself. So I'm a huge fan of the, the work that goes on there. Very sophisticated market. I think last time you did reference, I suppose, your own background in direct marketing, which I always feel is a really good access point into, let's say, the accountability, measurability and importance of loyalty being, you know, I suppose, a standalone profitable um, investment in its own right. And I do remember the story about you starting a dinner just to get together with some people. So you definitely did share that same origin story with us. Um, so I'm excited, I suppose, for the, the future as you uh, hopefully do expand beyond your own borders. Tell us about the events you're doing, though, this year, both in Australia and then internationally in terms of the virtual one, because I know that's one that we're going to be, I'll certainly be uh, looking forward to. Um, so tell us a bit about, uh, yeah, what's planned for 2022 as things stand here at the beginning of April. Well, we're holding a lot of events for individual sponsors this year. So it's something that we, we're trialing. It's going really, really well. Um, sponsors are wanting to have um, just smaller events with their um, customers and prospects. So we've had some virtual ones. We had our first in-person one last week. And as well as that, we're running our two uh, large events. The first one is... Uh, today on, on the 7th of April and that's in Melbourne and then we'll run the same type of event in um, October in Sydney and the theme of these events is um, NFTs and cryptocurrency and how they can be used within loyalty programs. Mm. Our big event of the year which used to be in person we put uh, online two years ago and it's actually become extremely successful and it's very likely that we'll keep doing it and this is the event that brought in a lot of international loyalty mm. experts not only from a speaker perspective but also attendees yeah. so we make a really um, big splash with that event we get eight loyalty experts mm. um, they speak approximately 20 minutes we do live q a sessions mm. and um so because of the virtual nature of it we get experts from different um, industries such as banking retail airlines 
and talking about different subjects. So this year, um, we're going to be talking about blockchain, um, crypto and NFTs, which is extremely popular as a subject in Australia at the moment when it comes to marketing. Yeah. Um, And also, um, obviously, the expanded use of first and zero party data, sustainability Mm. ethics, which is particularly um, of interest to to us here in in Australia. We, We try and do everything we can at the ALA, make everything sustainable and make sure that our ethics go across everything that that we do lovely and um, we use a brilliant platform called crowdcoms um, where we use gamification during the event we award great prizes throughout the day Mm. Um, there's virtual booths and um, areas for live questions and answers for polls etc and we also send out goodie bags to everybody who attends with snacks during the day (laughs) and um, even a a cocktail and for those of us who drink um, alcohol um, for the um, the virtual networking that happens after the the event, so we really try to make it something very special, and um, it's yeah. grown year on yeah, yeah. We're very excited this year too and I remember how excited I was that my goodie bag arrived all the way from Australia in Dubai so (laughs) I think I've always complimented you on your wonderful attention to detail Sarah so well done it really is an extraordinary event that you do and just for people listening I suppose first of all we'll just remind everybody the date for the international virtual loyalty conference is the 25th of August so plenty of time obviously to get tickets and for people who can't attend live Sarah I presume that's available on demand afterwards as well, is it? Um, we only make it available on demand for those who have purchased the ticket as a whole. But what okay. we do is we, we release um, each presentation every two weeks. Mm-hmm. So if you go to the ALA website and sign up to the newsletter, you yeah. will receive access to one of those presentations every fortnight there are some speakers who do not want us to release it to the wider audience but most of them are, are very happy for that to happen Okay. Okay. Super exciting. And then I suppose the big topic of the day I'm most excited about is we are formalizing our plans to work together. Um, As you know, my goal, I suppose, for everyone listening is to be the world leader in audio content for the loyalty industry. And I find that's a full-time job. So pretty, uh, (laughs) pretty committed to that single um, idea. And for me, I suppose, all I want to do is build the audience. And given your your extraordinary three and a half thousand members that you've already mentioned, we're going to be doing some stuff together. So I suppose from my side, really happy to announce it today. Um, For anyone listening, you've probably known I was already doing shows every Tuesday and every Thursday and they'll continue. And now every Wednesday, I'm partnering with the Australian Loyalty Association every second week to create content that's both geographically relevant. And again, you can send out then to your entire audience, Sarah, and share it with people that uh, are engaging with your content. Yeah, and we're so happy that we can partner with you on this, Paula, because the last thing we want to do is is anything audio related. And you have such an amazing network and um, such an engaging interviewer. So we're so excited to be able to feature 
um, everything that you do on our website and in the other channels that we, we use. We have just uh, launched a content hub at the beginning of the year where mm. individuals and organizations can submit articles, white papers, um, any type of written communication. Yeah. And after being reviewed, um, these are going to be put up on our content hub. Mm. So um, we will have all of your content available on our website as well. And you you have a growing audience um, already mm-hmm. in yeah yeah and I do think your content hub is extraordinary the fact that people can submit as and when suits them I think is a great concept so definitely encourage everyone listening to I suppose take the opportunity to build their own brand and visibility in the industry by submitting content to you and even from my side I guess I'm always looking for new speakers and new guests so if anybody listening either knows a brand that they would like to have you know as a guest on Let's Talk loyalty in the Asia Pacific region, please do reach out to me. It's super easy. And I'll make sure again, there's uh, contact details for both myself and Sarah in the show notes so that we can encourage all of these contributions coming in from around the world. So I think um, I think that's all the core details on our partnership side, Sarah. Um, for me, I suppose I'm just thrilled to be formalizing this and um, growing, I suppose, the audience for all of us. Um, you know, I'm watching, for example, platforms like LinkedIn, for you know, have literally launched a new global podcast network. So from my side, I think there is a hunger and a demand for content in all shapes and forms. So when you said you weren't planning to do audio, it certainly was music to my ears that we had an opportunity to uh, to plug in. And the only other piece I wanted to just make sure that people were aware of that we're both involved in, super exciting, is the International Loyalty Awards coming up in June in London. So tell me, are you super excited to be uh, flying over to London to attend? Yeah, I really can't wait, Paula. I haven't seen my parents for what will be almost three years at that stage. And I get to meet um, people like yourself, who I've got to know very well over video conference um, and intend to have a very big party with you all in London. (laughs) Um, It's going to be quite strange because when you do meet somebody after forming a relationship online, and it's quite awkward because you almost need to get to know them again. Um, uh, So anybody who's um, who's up for a wonderful party with loads of loyalty people, um, definitely come and us in London. Absolutely, yes. And a shout out, I suppose, as well to our friends in the Customer Strategy Network. So we'll be making sure to connect with all of those when we're, again, as you said, finally in person, in real life, IRL, I think is the acronym. So yeah, totally, (laughs) (laughs) totally excited to be getting back to normal and yeah, putting on a party frock, figuring out all those high heel shoes and all those fun things. So hopefully plenty of people listening will come and join us and come and say hi. You'll have to let me know what color you're wearing, Paula. Okay, okay. We'll definitely have an offline conversation. I'm debating at the moment. There's two hot contenders, but I'm excited. (laughs) Brilliant stuff, Sarah. Well, listen, um, that's all I suppose I wanted to go through today in terms of, you know, what we're doing together. Let's Talk Loyalty, Australian Loyalty Association, your ambitious growth plans, your events. Is there anything else that you wanted to mention for our audience before we wrap up? No, not at all. Just um, thanks a lot for the partnership, Paula, and look forward to um, working together this year. Fantastic. Wonderful. So, Sarah Richardson, Advisory Board Chair at the Australian Loyalty Association. Thank you so much from Let's Talk Loyalty. This show is sponsored by The Wise Marketeer, the world's most popular source of loyalty marketing news, insights and research. 
the Wise Marketeer also offers loyalty marketing training through its Loyalty Academy, which has already certified over 245 executives in 27 countries as certified loyalty marketing professionals. For more information, check out thewisemarketeer.com and loyaltyacademy.org. so much for listening to this episode of Let's Talk Loyalty. If you'd like us to send you the latest shows each week, simply sign up for the Let's Talk Loyalty newsletter on letstalkloyalty.com and we'll send our best episodes straight to your inbox. And don't forget that you can follow Let's Talk Loyalty on any of your favorite podcast platforms. And of course, we'd love for you to share your feedback and reviews. Thanks again for supporting the show.